0: This is Coogan Cassius for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. It's a lovely sunny Thursday afternoon. I'm joined by Adam Smith. How are you, Adam? I'm good, Coogan. It does look sunny out there. I went for a uh, a little run, a
1: bit of exercise earlier. Um, but I've been uh, I've been inside since. So um yeah, it's uh, Getting used to these um, these days, the situation is for everybody the same and uh, we miss the boxing, we miss live sport, we miss all of that. We're all just trying to stay self, safe and healthy. Are you uh, you're doing okay?
0: Hanging in there, Adam, hanging in there. Sure. Just, uh, yeah, doing what I'm told, basically. So. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we spoke, I think, Adam, a couple of weeks ago and I suppose kind of on the boxing front, etc., when things will return we 're none of the wiser because we 're still in the, in the middle of real life kind of kind of thing, so um, yeah, uh, nothing really to kind of update on that well, from when we last spoke, we know that obviously the ball suspended uh, all boxing uh, up until a minimum at the end of May, but apart from that, there is real no update on on when boxing could be returning
1: it, it could it could be longer than that, Coogan, um, as you said we 're all um... We we're just listening to what the government advises us to do. Um, everybody letting the NHS get on with their work, the important work out there. And, you know, sports got to wait. And, uh, you know, we're all sort of frustrated. Um, we're, you know, we all, we love our sports. We, we love our boxing. And we've been in it, you and I, for a long, long time. It's it's very strange. And, uh, you know, it's, it's good to talk. It's good to communicate. But, you know, we want to see the, the, the live action back. But only when things are ready, when things have calmed and when things are... Uh, right out there and I think Robert Smith will will make that decision uh, as and when but um, yeah it could go through June I think as well and maybe uh, into June July before we we see any live boxing again in the UK but um, we don't know there may be other areas of the world that uh, open up before Um, but all we can do is just um, hope that when we do come back it is really with a with a bang with a uh, a real statement of fights with some fantastic stuff to look forward to and uh you know, every one of us is uh, is going to be sort of crying out for that by that point. I think so. I think we could have a busy sort of late summer, um, which is normally a quieter season in boxing August, but uh, you know that could be uh, that could be pretty heavy and pretty exciting.
0: So, Adam, I just wanted to kind of uh, pick up on a couple of the talking points from the last two days. Uh, quite notably, some comments from. Uh, Deontay Wilder and see Joshua Tyson Fury let's start with Deontay Wilder he did an interview on the PBC podcast um, and this was kind of his main quote from it which is quite interesting uh, Deontay Wilder said I don't see Fury as a champion he ain't the champion yet we've still got one more fight left he knows that wasn't me that wasn't the real Deontay Wilder something was wrong with him there's a time and a place I will reveal a lot of things
1: well, he is the champion, and you know Deontay knows that. Uh, Tyson Fury gave gave us all one of the great displays. I felt from a, uh, a British boxer on in any generation, on any night, in any division. I thought he was fantastic. I was a uh, it's a privilege to be there uh, to watch it at, at the ringside at the MGM. Um, yeah, it, it wasn't Deontay Wilder's night. You know that's 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 clear. You know nothing went right for him. Um, he blamed the suit. He blamed um, the legs. I think he blamed he wasn't right, he didn't feel right, uh, all of that stuff. I mean, I I heard beforehand that he had a fantastic camp. That's what we were told. Um, so you know, I I think it's you know it's it's one he's got to come to terms with. It's his first defeat. Um, although many of us felt that Fury did enough on in their first fight, didn't get you know, the win, and just got the draw. But, um yeah, I, I think that, look, he's he's obviously taking some time out to, to think, and he's got to, you know, fighters are, uh, you know, they, they have to go deep down, and they have to sort of work out, you know, if and how something went wrong. And, and you know, if he's going to go back into the third fight in, say, October or wh- whenever we resume, and if that, that goes ahead, he's got to, you know, put almost like put the armour plate back on. He's got to, not the suit, <laughs> obviously, but he's got to sort of, you know, basically start a game, hasn't he? He's got to, you know, come up with different tactics. He's got to come up with a, a, a better game plan because his game plan, whatever it was, whether it was just based on the power, was totally taken away by a tactically brilliant Tyson Fury, who, uh, you know, who just got absolutely everything right and, and and followed up what he said he was going to do all along and, and stopped Wilder. It was, uh, it was very one-sided. Um, and I think, you know, it's not surprising that fighters come out with not just excuses, but ways of sort of coming to terms with it. You know, Deontay Wilde is a great man, he was a great champion, and uh, I know deep down he, he wants revenge, but to say that Tyson Fury is not the world heavyweight champion, or certainly the WBC champion, we know Anthony Joshua holds the other belts, but that's just ridiculous, because uh, he, he lost his his title, and uh, he lost it fair and square, and he lost it dramatically. So, um, so yeah, but he's obviously taken time away. There was the, the, the kerfuffle at the end about, you know, Jay Diaz, and and Mark Breland and the towel and, you know, there was some stuff said on the night and then we have to wait and see what Deontay Wilder is going to come back with. You know, is it going to be the same team, a new team? Uh, I think he'll stay loyal. That's the sort of guy he is. But I think he said that a couple of new faces might, might come in. Um, and, uh, you know, he's got, he's got great people around him like Shelly Finkel and Al Heyman. And I'm sure that you know, Deontay Wilder will come back. Um, better and and mentally strong again and and physically right and uh, he'll give it another crack and he'll believe he can become world champion again but on the evidence of what we saw a few weeks ago it's going to be a very hard
0: ask. I just want to add that um, Tyson Fury responded um, his only response so far as of 10 past 2 on this Thursday Uh, he wrote on the BT Sport Boxing uh, Instagram account uh, tagging in Deontay Wilder you keep letting yourself down, at Bronze Bomber. It's sad. Uh, it was you, I smashed. That's the truth. Just admit it and move on. It's just a fight. You win some, you lose some. That's boxing, pal. Which is kind of a Tyson Fury esque response, isn't it?
1: Totally agree with him. Um, you know, there's no more to add, is there? You know, he lost, and uh, you know Deontay Wilder. I think deep down knows that. He knows that that it was um, you know Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury is brilliant, you know, and that's what you know. We shouldn't take away from you know. You can you can look for the excuses and the the blame culture of of, of what's happened with Deontay Wilder, but Tyson's right. He lost, and you know it's not the end of the world. You know he's a, he's a very wealthy man. He's a very nice guy, Deontay Wilder. He's got friends in a lot of places. He's very charismatic. He's uh, he's he's a great guy. We've had a a, a long sort of. You know, relationship, working relationship with Sky and Deontay, and we've we've really, you know, become close to him. And um, yeah, you know, he's 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 a family man. You know what he's gone through with his daughter and his his children, and uh, you know he's 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 done exceptionally well out of boxing, and he'll continue to do that. And uh, you know, we'll see if he can uh, become a world champion again. He's in George Foreman I know come back to a great part of boxing. We saw Anthony Joshua last June. You know dismantled and destroyed by Andy Ruiz he lost a fight he didn't make the excuses he, he got back into the gym and he uh, he got it all right the second time around fought a very different fight very tactically astute and now we want to see if Deontay wilder has got it but um you know, anti Joshua came out yesterday and, and, and said that sometimes, you know, it's, it's not good to go into battle with just, you know, one weapon. And we all know that that is his power, Deontay Wilder, who's got frightening power. He's got probably the biggest power of anyone, any single punching heavyweight, maybe since Ernie Shavers. Um, you know, George Fawn himself, Mike Tyson's combination punches. But you're talking about somebody who can put lights out like that. Luis Ortiz was winning virtually everything until... You know, that that one shot just took everything away from him. And we know that Wilder's got that. Is that enough? It, it wasn't, you know, when he fought uh, Tyson Fury a few weeks back. Um, will it be next time? You could never count him out because he's got that equaliser. But uh, Tyson Fury took that shot in the 12th round of their first fight and got up somehow, miraculously. It would all have been very different if he hadn't, but he did. And uh, he got it spot on last time. So I like to think Cougar have... Uh, of crediting Tyson Fury for the win and for where he's been in boxing and the fact he didn't get the decision the first time around but he just dusted himself down he, he changed trainers which was a, a, a big thing I think Ben Davison had done such a great job but he wanted something different he went out to the cronk and uh, you know and he also told us what was going to happen so um, I think this is one way you've got to just uh, praise uh, Tyson Fury you've got to congratulate him and I think Tyson's right it's a fight you lost come on pick yourself up let's go again and uh, let's see if he can come back and if he can't back it makes the story almost even better doesn't it you know two-time AJ was singing wasn't he around the ring in uh, Saudi Arabia and uh, it means a great deal Lennox Lewis became a a three-time champion he loved that loss to uh, Oliver McCall which no one predicted then he lost to Hassim Ratman out in South Africa but um, you know he exacted revenge on both of them and uh, his legacy is assured forever as uh, you know our greatest heavyweight and um, you know it's up to Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua, Dillian White and Daniel Dubois and all the other Brits to, to try and take Lennox off that sort of perch. But Lennox is there for me at the moment. And uh, Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua hold all the belts. And Deontay Wilder's has just got to uh, wait for that third fight and uh, get himself into into the best possible mental and physical shape, as I'm sure he will. And uh, we wish him well to come back. And uh, let's hope it's a really good fight, the uh, the third one, if it happens. Unless, obviously... Joshua Fury happens in something different, you know, beyond the, uh, the, the, uh, the period we're in at the moment. Who knows, we're boxing. Um, but if the third fight does happen, as it's contracted to, um, we hope for a, uh, you know, really exciting one. And, um, you know, more even Stevens for the, for the casual fans. But um, it was very one-sided last time, and Tyson Fury deserves all the credit.
0: Just coming on to uh, Anthony Joshua there. Um, he gave an interview, as you well know, with Sky Sports uh, within the last couple of days. Uh, calling out Tyson Fury, saying, come fight me. If you really want to say you're number one, come fight me. Let's get it on. One dominant figure in the division to become undisputed. To prove yourself as number one, I have to fight Fury. He has to fight Joshua. So, yeah, I mean... Do you, know, do
1: you know what? You've got the one thing, Cougar, that Tyson Fury said this week about, you know, come on, sort yourself out. I beat you. Pick yourself up and get on with it. Correct. And another thing that Anthony Joshua has just said: We want one champion. Absolutely right. Come and fight me, Tyson Fury. Totally agree, and I think Tyson Fury wants that challenge as much as Anthony Joshua. To hear them both talking, I know they have also talked, sort of, you know, off camera. They've, they wound its other up. They've talked off the record a little bit as well. So but there's there's a lot of will to make this fight. And uh, and let's be honest, this is the fight that everybody wants to see now. Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury. Joshua meant to fight Kubrat Pulev, as we know, possibly not June, maybe July, maybe August. That can still happen. Tyson Fury meant to fight Deontay Wilder for the third time. But but all these things have been talked about. There's been, you know, mentioning step-aside money. Deontay made it very clear yesterday. He wants the fight with Tyson Fury. So, who knows if that can happen? Lots of politics, lots of uh, different camps, lots of, uh, obviously, issues making a big fight. We, we saw how long it took to make Mayweather and Pacquiao. You know, it took too long, didn't it? And it, it was a bit of a damp squib when it was made. It should have had three of them. But uh, this is the time, I think, to make Joshua and Fury. And uh, you know, whether we have to wait a little bit longer because of the two fights in, in the middle or whether you know, this uh, enforced period of, uh, of no sport might actually... Get the fighters to say, look, you know what, let's just go for the big one right now. So, um, yeah, it's very interesting to see what happens when we come back. But, uh, yeah, I'd love to see it. You'd love to see it. The world would love to see uh, Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua Lockhorns in the ring. And, um, you know, we could have a a trilogy with them as well. You know, so uh, exciting times. But uh, Deontay Wilder very much sit in the mix. Dillian White, of course scheduled to fight Alexander Povetkin you've got Usik and Chisora Dubois and Joyce that great fight that was going to happen as well so much in the heavyweight division but we all want an undisputed champion don't we we have a unified holder in Anthony Joshua we have a new holder in Tyson Fury congratulations to them both about what they've done in the, in the last few months and uh, I for one would love to see the uh, the biggest fight probably in boxing history. We all say it,
0: they all say it, but it probably would be, wouldn't it, certainly in in modern history, no doubt about that. Adam, obviously just kind of touching on what you were saying there regarding Wilder and Pulev, obviously, Joshua made some comments regarding uh, those two fighters, saying that it would be amazing to tell Pulev it's best you step aside and tell Wilder, enjoy your Alabama chicken while we get cracking in the UK. (laughs) <laughs> uh, that fight needs to happen and there will never be another time like this again but there's too many obstacles surely kind of in the way of that in the current situation we're in because obviously aside from Wilder Pulev's got to agree to step aside from the Joshua fight and judging by Wilder's comments yesterday, it doesn't sound like he's uh, going to be willing to do that he didn't make any comments I saw specifically about that but his intentions are that he wants the third Fury fight. So I think to expect that by the end of the year is rather optimistic, isn't it? It's optimistic, yeah. But look, they've made virtually three
1: Fury Wilder fights. And, um, you know, would you have said that would happen two or three years ago? So boxing moves very quickly, although we're in a... Um, a sort of standing still time for live sport, it it can move very quickly behind the scenes. So there are a lot of pieces to the jigsaw. You're absolutely right. And uh, it's going to be a very, very hard fight to make. What I always say is the fighters want it. You know, the two of them, Anthony Joshua, I know, wants it. Tyson Fury, I know, wants it. So that's always a, the, the best start. And, you know, fundamentally, if, if they're even sort of talking off the record. But, of course, there's managers, there's promoters, there's television. There's all sorts of um, other factors in it. And as you say, there's two opponents in Kubrat Kulev and Deontay Wilder, who I'm sure Pulev believes he could knock out Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder. But rightfully, I don't think he'll be snacking on too much Alabama chicken actually you know if he, if he could travel he'd probably be in the UK because he loves it over here but you know when he can travel and when, and when you know the sort of borders are down and, and people can move freer again you know who knows where these fights might take place and uh, I think there is still a chance of, of Anthony Joshua and Tyson and Fury next um, but it depends on a huge amount of, of, of obstacles and they're big obstacles you know a lot of money is going to have to be found to make this fight obviously this this huge finance is in it but You know, you're going to need a pot that's going to have to sort of, you know, satisfy Deontay Wilder, satisfy Kubrat Pulev. Maybe they could all appear on on the same card or there could be something else and there could be, you know, we, we could have a massive heavyweight, you know, Fandango or something, something could happen. Or, you know, maybe Deontay Wilder could take more time out or Kubrat Pulev could as well. Kubrat Pulev's waited a long time, remember, too. So, and he might fancy that, you know, Joshua, having seen what happened with Andy Ruiz, is, is, is the one he wants. So, there's a lot of difficulties, you know. Obviously, with Tyson Fury's side, you've got Frank Warren. You've got BT. You've got top rank. You've got, you know, Bob Arum, Todd Deberf. You've got ESPN, you know. And on the other side, of course, MPK you've got... As well. If, and MTK, you know, hold a huge part of this because MTK, you know, you know they can. They they obviously work with us with through Eddie with with the Golden Contract, and you know they work with Frank and they work with um, uh, with Tyson Fury for a long time. Done a great job with him, and obviously the ESPN relationship and and MTK have got some great fighters. You know, we've we're working with Billy Joe Saunders and others now and, and as I said the golden contract so you know Empty Care putting on, on shows with, with Sky with BT so yeah they could be very important in all of this I think there's, there's, a, there's a lot of people that are going to have to come together you know most importantly the fighters but obviously Eddie Hearn has you know Anthony Joshua who is you know the, the, the casual fans he is the, the the man who's transcended boxing in many ways Tyson Fury is the, the fighters fighter isn't he he's, he's got the, the momentum now he's you know most people people's number one in the world and you know it's, 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 it's got to happen at some time but there's a lot of things you know money obviously is the, is the most important but there's the television side there's ESPN there's Zone. there's Sky there's BT you know can we all come together is this a time now Coogan where you know they're saying to us you know day in day out be nice you know come together be collaborative work with each other in your family home stay in all of that that's happening on a much bigger scale in the world and all the the the, the difficult side that's happening out there and, and the illness and the deaths and it's it's terrible to see now, is this a time where maybe like i don't know a, a boxing writers dinner where we all come together once a year and sort of people talk to each other before you get back to your business the next day maybe this is a time where you know, people could collaborate a little bit more, and uh, and and I think that's that's what's needed to get this fight done. And. Uh you know, it's uh, it's it's a chance maybe for everybody to sort of try and you know work together in a way. But uh, it's going to be difficult, um, as you said. There are huge amounts of uh, of problems in the way. Uh, could it happen this year? Will we have to wait until the Deontay Wilder fight and the Kubrat Pulev fight? We don't know. But it also probably depends a little bit on on when we get back to boxing, because obviously the longer it goes on, the more Joshua and Fury are going to realise that they have to get this fight on before you know it's too late. One of them loses or, or things change in the landscape. So, you know, if there is a will to make this fight now and there's a a chance, maybe it is best to try and get it over the line this year or or certainly for the first part of 2021. As I said, you know, once you have one, you could have two or three. So it it is the biggest fight in in world boxing. It's one of the biggest events in world sport. getting Fury and Joshua together. So I think that uh, all the parties should be doing everything they can to try and... uh, you know, maybe put egos to one side a little bit, put money. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of money for everybody, but, um, you know, to try and, and make this fight for the world because, um, you know, the world will, um, will will be very grateful for this fight, I think, when sport comes back. And if we in boxing can say, right, we're coming back with as big a fight as that, that is some real statement. But, uh, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of work behind the scenes to uh, to, to try and make that happen. Um, and obviously, Kubrat Pulev and Deontay Wilder have got to have their say. And if they don't agree um, that they're not until the next line for Joshua and Fury, then it, it won't just yet. But it will happen. Um, I can't give you a date. I can't give you a, a time. I can't give you a venue. But I believe in my heart of hearts that, uh, that Fury, Joshua, Joshua, Fury will happen. And there won't just be one of them.
0: Adam, who are you picking for the big fight? John Fury or Mick Theo? I don't
1: know. No, don't know enough about the other fellow. I know about John Fury, and uh, I've, I've 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 seen the um I've seen I've seen the viral uh, uh, message. Um, listen, we're all we're all looking for some uh, something else at this time, aren't we? Entertainment, whatever. Big John is uh, is very entertaining. He's uh, he's actually a very good pundit as well. He's a very good um, good spokesman. He's a good talker and. Um, He's Tyson's dad, so he's always going to make the headlines, isn't he, Coogan? And um, I don't know enough about the other guy. What's he
0: like? Um, I don't know too much about Mick Theo. Obviously, I interviewed him recently, um, watched some sparring clips. He used to spar Lenny McLean back in the day. Um, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty,
1: uh, that's pretty, that's some form.
0: Yeah, so obviously, both gentlemen uh, in their 50s now want to raise a bit of money for the NHS, which is obviously good. (laughs) Yeah, that's the good side. You know, if if they're doing something for
1: the NHS, they're doing something to help out and uh, give everyone some entertainment, as you said, both in their 50s. And, uh, you know, they have a bit of fun with it as well as a a little scrap. And
0: where would it take place? And how would it happen? And under any rules? Well, originally, John Fury wanted to do it gypsy style. You can uh, have your own interpretation of that, Adam. Uh, But as far as I know, it will be kind of... Uh, head guards, gloves, inner ring, white collar style. So, like I said, if they earn a, a few quid for the NHS, um, then why not? And they're both fit and healthy and come out safe. I don't see the problem with it. So, yeah, that's the key thing,
1: and I think that the the issue we've got, and maybe going back into boxing, obviously not for many weeks, is the medical side is. There's one thing about social gatherings and crowds, but the, the most important thing is the, the medical sides and the, the doctors and nurses and the anesthetists and everybody that are working flat out and doing an incredible job on the front line you know they they've got to continue doing that for many weeks to come so so that's the that's a difficulty for obviously for the british board and all of us the the doctors side and when we'll be able to have doctors uh, at events because obviously uh, that's paramount to the fighters safety to their, their their health when they uh, put themselves uh, in, into the ring and into battle so we've got to have that absolutely right and uh, you know, there's going to be a, a, a very tired workforce out there, aren't there, when this is, is it all calms down. So uh, we have just to monitor that situation. That's up to Robert and the board. So um, as long as everybody stays healthy through this period and if, if those guys are going to do that for the NHS and uh, give us some entertainment and white-collar style, we just want to make sure that they're healthy too.
0: Absolutely. Adam, I just wanted to kind of finish off on, on you talking a little bit about how what's been going on has affected uh, Sky, Sky Sports In general, uh, could you give us a kind of little outline of that, please, Adam?
1: Yeah, obviously it's, it's affecting everybody. Um, you know, as a business, Sky is, uh, is obviously a, a huge entity and, and under Comcast who took us over a, a year and a half ago. Um, it's, it's, it's a, you know, it's a global thing as well that everyone around the globe is being affected by this. So you look at Comcast and, and Sky in one way, you know, obviously there are, there are critical parts to the business. There are the, uh, there's the communication, the broadband, there's you know what's what's supporting this sort of stuff, you know, the, the internet, there's the Sky Mobile, there's Sky News, obviously, and 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 across the pond, the NBC News and and the, the the key sort of communication to to people at home at the moment. And and there's the people on the front line, you know, there's the engineers that are going around and, and trying to make that possible for you know, for people at home under very difficult circumstances, you're not allowed into their houses and all that sort of stuff. So, so it's it's very hard but very busy in, in, in one way. But obviously, from a Sky Sports point of view, it's um it's it's tough because we have eleven channels and um, you know we've we've frozen subscriptions. So um, so that's you know that's something giving customers something back. But at the same time, we're carrying on with. With um, with content where we can, um, obviously there's a lot of you know, old archive. There's a lot of sort of nostalgia and going down memory lane, as everybody is at the moment, and sort of stopping. And you know, we've talked offline about you know this sort of where we've been and sort of what we've done and, and very often there's there's not that chance to do that boxing's so busy sport's so busy you're, you're on to the next event you're, you're travelling again you don't have the chance to sort of reflect so it is a chance to, to sort of reflect and show some of it the, the great old nights and old fights and old sports and that sort of thing but I think there's some really interesting stuff going on there was a watchathon with uh, the cricketers on, on the weekend uh, you know golf there's you know the, the football show that's happening as well on, on Sky at the moment and you know getting the big names because obviously Obviously, the, the footballers want to want to talk the, the managers can can come in and uh, yeah so there 's some content being uh, being made, um, but obviously we 've got to balance that because people staff safety and health is the most important thing not, you know, most people are working from home at the moment so there 's very few sort of key workers on site you know in austerly it 's uh, it's a very truncated, obviously, very, you know, sort of essential workers there. Um, and people are sort of getting behind Sky News and helping out in you know, which way they can and, and whether that's sort of, you know... Know, trying to sort of entertain the public as we talked about with the likes of your john furies and trying to come up with different content sort of social and digital and going back through the archives and coming up with new things you know fighting fit through matchrooms a a, a great new, new series that's terrific and, and maybe there'll be more of those and you know we're, we're digging as i said to the old archive there's a there's a lot going on um, so people are busy but you know, it's a different sort of busy. You know, there are some people twiddling their thumbs at homes, wanting to do more, as we all are, we want to get to events. And if you haven't got live content, live sport, it's it's very hard. But we're doing what we can, we're helping out, we're staying inside and and, and adhering to the you know to the regulations and as much as, as we can, but also we're trying to you know get things on, on air and trying to you know do that in very difficult circumstances. And the technical teams are being brilliant. You know, you and I have just worked out Zoom, but these guys have just yeah, they're fantastic. They're working out how to sort of get you know, live content together and, and, and get it, you know, through life, uh, live, life at Sky as it is through transmission, you know, working with all sorts of different sort of you know, directors and producers to get this stuff on air. It's, uh, it's difficult. It's a real challenge. But um, I think, you know, all of us in sport, you know, we're missing it. But there are more important things out there at the moment. And we've just got to wait our time and do everything we can to, to keep in with it, keep communicating. And maybe this is the time to work out, you know, really powerful schedules when we come back and make sure that fights that might not have happened actually get made. And fights that we haven't seen yet, you know, um, the, the Kelly-Evnesian fight, things like that. The, the Dubois and Joyce, you know, lots of fights that are coming up that, you know, seem to have gone. the uh, or well, For now, you know, we want to come back with White Povetkin and, and all of those sort of fights, and uh, you know, the heavyweight division will, will rekindle itself. But um, we've got to keep the big names in the forefront. It's get, great to get Anthony Joshua on Sky, it'd be good to get Tyson Fury out there too, you know, maybe next week. And and you know, we get keep the big the big names you know in people's uh, people's minds, and I'm sure they'll be uh they'll be ch- chomping a little bit for when it when it all starts up again. So uh, it's tough times for everybody, but um. You know, we uh, we just want everyone
0: to stay healthy, happy, secure at home and um, help our NHS do good Absolutely, Adam. Um, I've got uh, an interview lined up with uh, Johnny Nelson straight after this. He's just tried to uh, call me there. He might have wanted to do it early. So... Um, he says he's quite enjoying the
1: isolation, Johnny. I mean, he did spend four and a half years in exile on the road where he was for anybody. And um, I think maybe John Ingle came with him at times, but he was pretty much alone in quite a lot of those sparring sessions, wasn't he, in Germany and out in Brazil and in uh, we went everywhere, New Zealand. So I think he's pretty used to his own company, um, Johnny. But um, yeah, I'm sure he's missing it too. And uh, it'd be good for you to catch up with him, but
0: yeah, interesting to hear his from the phone. So, uh, he hasn't got any clothes on. I don't know with Johnny, so we'll we see. We
1: don't. we don't want to know that side. I'm, I'm sure he's, uh, he's, he's training, he's training every day. You're training every day, Koo? Not really, no, but I will. I'm going to start tomorrow. You're eating too much. Why are you saying I put weight on? Listen, you have done amazingly. You know that over the years. So look, phenomenal. I've definitely put on. I, a- I can't see. I can't see under the big hoodie. I can't see. You look great to me. But I'm well, just saying, if you're well, not well, training, are you putting, Are
0: you eating too much? I, I've probably put on half a stone in this in this period, to be honest. So. Hey. There you go. What's what's what's? Is it the sweet tooth? Is it the biscuits? Is it the? It's the late night eating. That's what it is. Because I am eating. Quite late. Late, so. late kebabs. No, definitely not that. But there's uh, <laughs> in the cupboard, you know.
1: It's the cupboard. Listen, we've all uh, we all need something to keep us going. We've got to keep positive through this as well, haven't we? I mean, that's the key. Keep positive. Um, keep everybody as as, as safe and, and and that's not just physically. That's that's mentally as well. You know, um, my mum's on her own, and it's you know it's. Keeping, keeping everybody engaged and keeping them, you know, involved in the Zoom and the reaching out. And that's the most important thing as well. And uh, making sure they've got plenty of food and, um, you know, they're as happy as they can be. And we all want to be together again, families, when, when we get through this. But um, yeah, we've got to do what we, uh, what we need.
0: Adam Smith, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV. Hopefully we'll uh, catch up with you again soon. So keep yourself safe and also your family. Like I said, hopefully we speak soon.
1: Anytime, Coogan. Take care. Keep safe.